the government power grab after the tornadoes of Kentucky. It's more than worth it after the media tried to portray Rand Paul negatively after asking for tornado disaster relief for his state to tackle a usually obscure issue of government interference. Paul has a history of speaking out against every little bailout, but I understand Rand Paul and Mitch McConnell's problem in Kentucky. In many ways, it's the only thing they can do now that the government has embedded itself into people's lives the way they have. They really have no choice. Saying no to federal money would be like denying people surgery after they've lost a leg. The only option but to bleed to death really isn't practical. This topic deserves some analysis for the many evils that come after the tornadoes ruined the lives of many thousands of people in western Kentucky, an area I know very well. In some cases, there was a tornado on the ground for over 200 miles, so the level of destruction was enormous, even to the point where Rand Paul had to put his differences aside and ask for federal money when he clearly, otherwise wouldn't. There is something else at work here that is much more sinister than the tornadoes themselves. In a drool of excitement, the media revealed it, and it's something we must all contend with while dealing with these issues in the future. The media and their partners in government ultimately want a universal wage to pay people and control them totally. To get there, they have an anti-work attitude about everything hoping to rob people of their joy of work so that the universal wage can become possible. Where people would just accept the government check, accept what role the government gives them in a heavily managed economy, and lower their standard of living to such an extent that the government could justifiably become everybody's parents from the perspective of a panel of experts who themselves are nothing but lazy slugs looking for a government check. The instant target was a candle factory in Mayfield, where reports were that the management there ordered workers to continue working even during the tornado sirens. The communist governor Andy Basir has stuck his nose into the situation to promise an investigation. The media and government both quickly jumped into an anti-work sentiment indicating that safety is always first, no matter what. Now, I have a long history with this kind of thing and honestly, I would have kept working. When there is something to be done, nothing comes between me or it. However, the rules say that you are responsible for their safety if you employ people, so I would have let the employees seek shelter or even gone home. If it had been me in charge that night at the candle factory, I would have been tracking the storm on my phone, and when the red part of the cell hit our area and moved on, I would have then had everyone return to their jobs. The whole tornado drill would have lasted about 15 minutes. The employees could have worked a little overtime to compensate for the lost time. But, I can see why the management would have been skeptical of the storms and the weather reports. Usually, the news is wrong about these kinds of things, just as they have been over COVID. So when the media cries wolf too many times, people just stop listening. Tornadoes in December are pretty rare, and I can see how management would have thought it a safe bet to ignore the news and keep working. After all, some things needed to be done, and just because the media says something, it suddenly doesn't make everyone who hears it culpable. You see, that is the little secret that is really behind all this. The media wants to do the bidding of the government and claim powers it doesn't have, such as telling people when it's safe to work and when it isn't. And they use every little tragedy that might come along to gain that power little by little. So the management of companies that did not run for their lives when the media reported a tornado warning is under attack not just for not believing the news or ignoring the information, but in putting work and the need of it over all else. I've ridden bicycles in tornadoes, I've worked through serious tragedies, I've steamrolled through every kind of problem imaginable. There have been times when my wife and I only had one car, and I'd ride a motorcycle through snowstorms to get to work. I am one of those never-call-off types. 
Work is always the most important thing to me, to hell with what the rest of the world thinks. And yes, I have been in charge of many workers under dangerous conditions, and everyone has always gone home without harm to their families at the end of their shifts. People might get angry with me, but so what? If there is work to do, that is always the highest priority, end of the story. The media and government have been trying over a long period to gain control of work through socialism, regulation, emergency powers such as they did with COVID, and to throttle productivity into something they control. Every time there is a tragedy like these tornadoes in Kentucky or a hurricane in the South, the government can't wait to pass out confiscated wealth to the victims so that they can then set new rules against the qualification of money because they have become so litigious that all human resource departments are now slaves to every little government whim. And in that way, Rand Paul had no choice but to take money from the federal government to help the victims. Because that good old-fashioned can-do spirit that is quite well known in regions like western Kentucky is destroyed under the liability of making the wrong decision according to the government. And nobody wants to take that chance. The government stuck its nose in our economy over COVID, and we have never recovered. That is why fast food lines are taking too long, shipping is stuck in ports, and planes are canceling flights. The government creates a liability to alter behavior and, thus, to tamper with the enthusiasm to be productive. Most of the time, the media gets tornado warnings wrong and even though that candle factory was pressed to fulfill orders during a holiday season, and the Amazon plant that was trying to stay on top of things, tornado or not, everyone would have gone home except for this extraordinary situation of a perfect December storm. Without question, it was wrong not to let workers seek shelter, and people did die. But, the government doesn't really care about those deaths, what they want out of this tragedy is more control. The management had the liability to follow the storm and to listen to what the experts said. And because they put productivity over safety, according to the government, they are now accountable for what nature did to them. And companies all across the country are watching and taking note. When people wonder how companies become so woke, this is how. They overreact to every government action because it's really the only way they can stay in business. And when compliance to the government becomes more important than the productivity of industrious effort, you have an economy that is moving more to the static. You are putting up with government interference that is far worse than the death of a freakish storm. You have tyranny that is disguised behind safety in a government that looks to eat all innocent people in its perpetual desire to grow and dominate our lives from behind a desk of bureaucracy and wants to rule us all without the risk of a physical, risky takeover. Rich Hoffman Click to buy the Gunfighter's Guide to Business.